Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dollar Podcast live at the Comics Lounge. Now, please welcome to the stage, Dave and Gareth. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No clapping from you guys. Yeah, get them the fuck going. Hi. Hi. Hello. David. No, Dave. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. It's embarrassing. Don't. Guys, you're hurting. You're not helping. uh, Bowing like a fucking king. I don't know if anybody was here last night, but these uh, mics without cords really came in handy. (laughs) Who thought I was going to get punched? Yeah, me too. (laughs) I might have gotten right up in a heckler's face. I might have walked over to him and screamed at him from an inch away. Not a lot of people heckle hecklers. (laughs) Not enough people doing that. Well, thanks for coming out, everybody. Uh, Yeah, you guys are awesome. Uh, Sunday at 2, I know a lot of you guys just got out of church, and I think it's great that you you came by right after. No, that's good. uh, The big day. What better way to cap it? Right? right? Yeah. There's no better way to cap a little couple hours of Jesus. We've always said uh, that. I mean, I've said that for years. Yeah. Yep. Before we started doing the podcast, (laughs) which people were like, what? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't. You dressed up. I did not notice that. I changed my pants. You changed your pants? You got a little button on your shirt? That's pretty rare. A little button on my shirt. You know, Dave, when you have a bar set that low, it's easy for me to jump over it. (laughs) A shirt with a button. Look at Hobo Gary. (laughs) Button in his shirt. Unreal. Uh, So I'll put up this podcast tonight because a couple of announcements. So we just, this isn't for you guys, don't give a shit. This is for the people listening. Uh, we so just, you guys can do whatever. We right just added a stand-up show in Perth at 10 p.m. on Friday at the Civic. So those of you who are listening at home in Perth, this is for you. This is not for the audience in front of me. Uh, also, uh, we are looking into the possibility of doing a stand-up show in Adelaide. Celebrate! Uh, on, uh, on Wednesday, uh, I think that would probably also be at 10 p.m. I apologize. Uh, so, you guys, those of you in those two cities, watch the Facebook page and watch the, uh, the Twitter feed. Great. And maybe your Instagram? Sure. I'll and, post uh, a picture of my tweet, because people always love those. It's their big favorite. People are like, I don't give a shit. I love reading words. Um, is there anything else you want to tell anybody? Anything mm. before we get into this? No. Bring up love our guests. Love it here. It's great to be here. It's great we to be it here. here. We really appreciate uh, it. Super good. Gary had a great uh, vegetarian burger. He's very excited about that. <laughs> it's Gareth, and please, let's just let's get started, huh? We don't need to get into Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I would like to bring out your guest. He's a local hero. <laughs> Hamo, ladies and gentlemen, Justin Hamilton. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for giving me an excuse for drinking in the afternoon. Yep. Yep. I appreciate yep. that a lot. How long, when did you get the nickname Hammo? Was that a... 
you know what? It's only uh, in the last few years kind oh, of thing. Oh, during comedy you got it. Yeah. I think it came off the back of Lemo. Uh, oh, right. Who's a good friend of mine. And then yeah. he just started going, Hammo. And then everyone yeah. just started saying, Hammo. And now I answer to it. So Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. Have you met Gary? <laughs> It's a matter of fucking time. I'm sitting here going like, this is a little too much nickname talk for my life. <laughs> you can this sense it. south in one second for sure. <laughs> what's, Lawrence, what's Lawrence Mooney's nickname? Uh, no. Moon uh, is it the Moon Man. The Moon Man. Yeah, or, he, or he, hey, you get away from that young person. <laughs> That's not an official one, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he called me today. He called me a cynical fuck on uh, on Twitter, and I was like, "Jesus, coming from him!" You're right. You know that's his way of flirting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> May fifth. Jesus. 1882. <laughs> oh, shouts. 1882. 1882. Big hot. fans out there. Yeah, yeah. Hot year. <laughs> Once you guys hear the name, you're all gonna go, "Oh, <laughs> Sir Douglas Mawson." <laughs> You know what it is now? Yeah, we used to go to school together. (laughs) (laughs) Was born in Shipley, Yorkshire, England. Why are there two names? Why would you have two names in a city? Is is Yorkshire a city? I don't know. Wait, you want me to? Yeah. It's in England? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. We're rich with names. Keep moving. He was the second son of Robert uh, and Ellis Mawson, a cloth merchant, and his wife, Margaret Ann. The family moved to Rudy Hill near Sydney mm. in 1884. Right. Rudy Hill? Rudy, Rudy Hill. Hill. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know much of... slang here, but that's yeah. what? That's Fuck Mountain? Yeah. 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 Okay. More, more like Cuddle Hill uh, when you get there. <laughs> Douglas went to Fort Street Model School in Sydney. What? Fort Street Model School? That's what it says. That's got to yeah. be a misprint. Yeah. I guess he wanted to be a model. <laughs> Are you uh, learning about the dollop on the dollop? <laughs> <laughs> Some of these things get by me. Uh, at the University of Sydney, he studied mining engineering and graduated in 1902. He was then appointed as a junior demonstrator in chemistry. I have no idea what that is. A junior demonstrator. A junior demonstrator. Like, did he walk around with placards saying, down with chemists? Like, yeah. what does he mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> elements! 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 <laughs> what do we want? The periodic table. When do we want it? Ah, oh, something. <laughs> I, I never know. did science. <laughs> That's beyond what I had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he took a six-month six-month leave to uh, make a geological stu- survey uh, under the New Hebrides? Under the what? I should have read this. I grabbed this one. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times I will, uh, I'll read them ahead of time, but this one, I had, I had to go out to the airport because I, le- I left my toiletries on the airplane. Uh, so it cut into my uh, prep time. <laughs> Dude, why, what, what was in your toiletries that you had to go back and get them? Oh, I have, uh, I, have a- I have AIDS, so I have all... Right. Oh, yeah, sorry. All, my whole chem so, pack. But what I meant was, what else do you have? <laughs> this is a weird way to find out that. Yeah. Oh, have I not said that? I mean, we've been talking just a lot of small talk. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bring out the big guns every once yeah. in a while, Daddy. Obviously, that chat about True Detective Season 2 was wrong out the back. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Dave. It's okay. Oh, new, new Hebr- Hebridus. 
which was the colonial name for the island group in the South Pacific Ocean that is now the nation of... Oh, fuck me. That's a weird nation. Yeah. Vavonatu. Vamatu? Vonatu? Fuck you and your Pacific Island. <laughs> oh, we know all the names of the Pacific Islands. Nobody yeah. gives a shit. You know what matters? Dave, America. Dave, Dave, Nothing Dave, outside. Dave, 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 Jesus. Nothing Dave, outside. Dave, 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 sit the fuck it down. It started. It started. By the way, in your defense, Dave, they did sound exhausted with you when they said that. Vanuatu. <laughs> <laughs> This was Mawson's introduction to scientific exploration. It was in rugged country and thick jungle with hostile natives. His report, quote, The Geology of the New Hebrides, was one of the first major works of the geology of fucking Melanesia. Melanoma. Did I do that right? Yeah. Fuck yeah! Yeah. I mean, you God, really... God, how you... sad is it that when I pronounce something correctly, I get an applause? <laughs> Because you, you did it wrong and you just screamed at them about America. Well, that's you're, true. You're like bipolar with the names. You're all or nothing. Well, another one's coming. I can see it. There's another, there's another one in the next sentence. He then went back and studied geology, even though he had already published a paper on geology, uh, of Mittagong, New South Wales. Fucking just nailing. Just nailing shit. All right. Two for four. He, he did that. <laughs> Are we not including yesterday? <laughs> Two for 12. <laughs> Geelong. Uh, he, did, uh, he did another uh, report on radioactive minerals in Australia with Thomas Laby. This was besides the several ones he had done on the new Hebridus. So he's got a bunch of reports on geology, and then he's like, I should study this. <laughs> sort of sounds like this dollop. <laughs> <laughs> in 1905, Mawson was appointed lecturer in mineralogy and petrology uh, in, uh, at the University of Adelaide. Mm, my hometown. Was that like a siren going yeah, yeah. up? No, there's, starts... there's a nuclear meltdown. But right. just stick around. We're going to have some fun. Yeah, we're in Capcom okay. 5. Yeah. yeah. We'll do the story quickly. Yeah. And then everyone duck and roll. <laughs> That's a great technique. <laughs> Hamo teaching the duck and roll. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's also my sex move. <laughs> On Rude Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Cuddle Hill. <laughs> Uh, it was in 1905 that he became interested in glacial geology of South Australia. In November 1907, Sir Ernest Shackleton, leader of the British Antarctic Expedition, visited Adelaide on his way south. Mawson asked if he could join the expedition. What was the name of that guy? Sir Ernest what, sorry? Shackleton? Right. That's a cool name. That's not a hard one. I no, mean, no, no, no. I was just like, you know, like Ernest imagine hanging Sha out with a guy called Ernest Shackleton. Like, yeah. he sounds like Shacko. a dude. Shacko. Shacko, mate. Hey, Shacko. 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 Shacks. Hey, cunt. Whoa. Hey. What? Whoa. What? Well, I don't know. Huh? No one calls Shacky that. <laughs> just because he took the last biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Shacky. Classic Shacky. Classic Shacky. <laughs> Mawson wanted to see an existing continental ice cap and to become acquainted with glaciation. Shackleton consulted with Mawson's main influence, Professor Tanit Edgewood, Edgeworth David. That's a, that's a backwards name. Ta what, is his, what is it? Ta Tanit 
Edgeworth David. Yeah, he accidentally wrote his name. Backwards. Like he wrote it in a mirror. Like yeah. <laughs> it should be yeah, David Dr. Dr. the rest Dr. of it. What's what is it again? Tanit? Tanit? Edgeworth David. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, lose David. the David. Yeah, lose the Tanit. <laughs> yeah. You've got a winner. Like, yeah. if you're hanging out with Ed- Shacky, like, yeah. you can be edgy. Yeah. What the fuck's that? Edgy and Shacky. Yeah. Classic edgy. <laughs> uh, David was also going on the journey and then telegraphed Mawson, quote, you are appointed physicist for the duration of the expedition. And he was off to Antarctica for the first time. The journey in the ship over was pretty unpleasant. Of course. They're never good. No. Yeah. Yeah. They were on the ship, the Nimrod, which was overcrowded. The Nimrod? Yep, the Nimrod. All right, keep going. Uh, N-I-M-R-O-D. I'm not fucking that up. Nimrod. Nope. It's actually Nimrod. Hate to be a stick in the mud about this. The shore party was crammed into the aft hold along with luggage. Okay. What? All right. Excuse me? Did you just get a lisp? What? <laughs> Crammed into the what? The aft hold. Of the boat? Oh, the aft hole. Boats have asshole, aft holes? Aft hold. Yeah. Aft not aft, not aft hole. Yeah. What is it? The guys are crammed into an asshole. Right. Well, no wonder it was an unpleasant trip. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right, there'd be no view. I mean, that is how you stow away, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Officer. Yeah. <laughs> Tickets! Shh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, they were uh, packed in there with the luggage and the scientific instruments. They had to enter the unventilated room by a ladder through a hole two feet wide. So they, they were in the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> they called it Oyster Alley. I'm good. I, I mean, if you yeah, want. I'll let that one yeah, go okay. too. It's, uh, uh, geologist <laughs> Raymond Priestley said it was, quote, a place that under ordinary circumstances I wouldn't put 10 dogs in, much less 15 of the shore party. It is more like my idea of hell than anything I have ever imagined. Sure. Mawson agreed, calling it an awful hole. <laughs> Mawson also spent much of the voyage with seasickness, which led the chief surgeon to label Mawson, quote, a total waste of space. Yeah. I feel that way about most assholes. <laughs> that surgeon sounds like a good dude. <laughs> That's who you want on board. Quote, Mawson is useless and objectionable, lacking in guts and manners. He lay in a sleeping bag, vomiting when he rolled to starboard. <laughs> He's just having a Wait, good trip. He's just right. in a sleeping bag barfing? Yeah. Fun. Oh, well, you're going to enjoy this dollop. What? Upon arriving, they built a hut and then spent a great deal of time <clears throat> waiting for winter to end so they could begin their expedition. Over the long wait and cramped quarters, quarters, tempers frayed. On one occasion, the cook, William Roberts, put his foot on a Scotsman's locker to lace up his boot. The Scotsman did not take kindly to that and grabbed the cook by the throat. To stop the fight, Mawson calmly walked over to the Scotsman and, quote, choked him off. Excuse me? What kind of bloody punishment is this? Right. <laughs> Christ. Use the locker whenever. <laughs> so this is just kind of like a reality show. Right. Right? They just put ten strangers in an asshole and see what happens? Yeah. <laughs> On CBS, the asshole. <laughs> so, good times are being had, obviously. But uh, they finally set out for exploration, and it was a great success for Mawson. David Mawson and McKay were the first to climb the summit of Mount 
Erebus. Yep, thanks. Yep, one and person clapping. That's a, yeah, it's, like, that's, it's easy to make a whole group of people clap, but when you pick yeah, out one person, that's, that's a fucking ninja yeah, well, skills, that right? That person's from Antarctica. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, things became a bit perilous on the return. David, aged 50, had the worst of it, and he asked Mawson to take over as leader. They were exhausted and short on food. As they made their way, uh, it was uh, agreed upon to the, the rendezvous location with the Nimrod. But bad weather delayed them, and when they finally arrived, the Nimrod could not see their camp because of heavy, drifting snow. Two days later, as they sat in their tent discussing what to do, they heard a loud boom. It was a rocket distress signal that had come from the Nimrod, which had returned. They rushed from the tent and ran toward the coast. David said, quote, At the sight of the three of us running frantically, a hearty cheer burst forth from all on board. Then Mawson suddenly dropped down into a crevice. <laughs> Wait, well, that's, that, that's, that's, that's what happens when you do a premature cheer, right? Yeah, yeah. Get there first. <laughs> that's like when a dude celebrates going through, like, the tape on a race first, but yeah. then another guy's like, I'm fucking running Boom! <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest, I fucking love that. That's the best. It's yeah. the best. On push bikes as yeah, well. Yeah, Woo! yeah. Boom! It's fucking amazing. It's good to celebrate coming second. Uh, so he falls into the crevice. David and McKay dashed over to find Mawson only eight feet down, lying flat. Only on his... eight feet down. Only eight, 18 feet down, sorry. Oh, only oh. 18 feet down. Yeah. Better. Sorry. Do we have a 28? Yeah. 28 <laughs> going 20, going 20 feet. 20. <laughs> he is lying flat on his back on a very thin ledge. They dropped a harness down to Mawson, but were so weak from the journey they couldn't pull him up. Now the Nimrod was at the coast. McKay raced over, yelling, Mawson has fallen down a crevice, and we got to the magnetic pole. <laughs> There's lots of updates. Yeah. <laughs> we got good news and bad news. <laughs> what do you want first? Uh, well, Mawson's gone. Uh, What's the good news? Uh, I forgot. <laughs> no, they found the magnetic bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Men from the ship came, uh, got down into the crevice with a, a piece of wood, lowered a man down. Then he tied the rope around Mawson, and he was hauled to safety. For Mawson, the trip was very worthwhile. He published accounts of his observations on the aurora and geomagnetism. You guys have all read that. Yeah, that yeah. is a good read. Oh, man, it's like one of the best pop-up books I've ever oh, read. Love it. Yeah, yeah. very helpful. <laughs> yeah. David said in a public tribute... Mawson was the real leader who was the soul of our expedition to the magnetic pole. We really have in him an Austrian Nansen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you guys know who Nansen is? Oh, like everyone so, knows, but yeah. they're just wondering if you know. Yeah. <laughs> he is an infinite resource, splendid uh, physique, astonishing indifference to frost. Wait, sorry. What the fuck? He is of infinite resource, splendid physique, astonishing indifference to frost. Right. That's his um, OkCupid okay profile as well. <laughs> How can you have an astonishing indifference? <laughs> he just doesn't give a shit, man. Yeah, and it's, it's astonishing. Like... <laughs> I'm shocked by that. He cares so little. <laughs> look at him. He's so about... uninvested. I don't give a shit about frost. I can't believe it. And look at that physique. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> you gonna get the Mawson calendar? <laughs> <laughs> Shit is hot. Mawson returned to Adelaide and the university in 1909. He then began making plans to return to the Antarctic. Captain R.F. Scott was making his second expedition, and Mawson asked him for transport on Scott's ship for himself and three others. Mawson explained 
the possible scientific value that could be added by another party. But Scott was like, nah, no. <laughs> he then asked Mawson to be part of his South Pole sledging expedition, and Mawson was like, nah, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Mawson was into scientific exploration, not getting there for the sake of getting there. So, Mawson went to Shackleton and asked for help. Shackleton said, I will not only help, I'll take the fucking thing over. So he took over Mawson's plan as his own, but could not raise the needed cash. Mawson, being a great guy, waited until Scott had raised all the funds he could in Australia and New Zealand, which didn't amount to enough, and left. Uh, so Mawson then started his own uh, appeal for support of what was to be the Australian Antarctic Expedition. Right. Here we go. Yep. Australasian? Australasian. Australasian. Why? <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, why not? He, he knows why? about it. Well, you know, because of the thing, you know? Like, because. Because of Asian people? <laughs> what are you saying? No, I what? didn't. What? No, no, no. No, would... no. Did you... What? <laughs> <laughs> I love Asian people. <laughs> uh, he... He pulled in the equivalent of about $16.7 million in little more than one year. Whoa. Part of the money came from the Australian and British governments. Mawson also tapped businessmen with interest in mining and whaling. He traveled to England to raise money, and there he dined with Robert Falcon Scott and his wife Kathleen. Scott was a hero for his 1901 Antarctic exploration. Kathleen, from a wealthy family, was very helpful in getting him money. Part of the coastline Mawson explored had been scouted in 1840 by the French explorer Dumont de Hervaux. Mm. Beautiful, David. But yeah. could, you, you guys have no idea. I could totally just fucking butcher that. Yeah. You don't, you don't did, did, did you notice that they didn't yell out then? Right. Yeah. Because right? yeah. some it, French guy in the yeah. back. Yeah, you're in no. Australia. We're barely lingual. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one, one French guy listening right now. Yeah. Merde! <laughs> just fucking murders that name. <laughs> Punching a croissant. Butcher! You American butcher! Going to tell him on Facebook. Oh no, he took it down based on my comments. <laughs> I, I put it back up. I put 107 back up. You guys learned your lesson. <laughs> That's right. Always be positive. <laughs> Rule with fear. <laughs> he sailed for Antarctica in December 1911. The main purpose of the journey was to map remote areas of the Antarctic. Mawson was just 30 years old, already known as one of the best geologists of his generation and an Antarctic veteran. He was tall, skinny, balding, and very determined. <laughs> Landing was difficult because most of the coast was high ice cliffs. Only after many weeks did the expedition come to Commonwealth Bay and spot a small rocky section of shoreline with a natural harbor. Mawson established his wood-built headquarters here and named the site Cape Denison. Cape Danson? Denison. Cape Denison. Denison. Oh. Like, okay. Like the chili. Like the what? Denison's chili. I'm learning a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is he doing? He's just, like, he's just surveying and hanging. And... Gonna go, they're all going to go explore and uh, find Fucking... out information about the sure. ice. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, he's... just woken up and he's... gone. Sure. That's a mice. Look at that. Look at that. That's a mice. Oh, yeah, shit. One. More. Let me get my journal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Write this down. I'd, I'd hate to forget it. <laughs> we saw some ice. Right. Okay. Ice. That was the other thing. Yeah. It was thick. 
On the continent, uh, three bases were established. One at Macquarie Island, which was... Oh, man. The best is you were trying to, like, hold Macquarie? it back. You're like, oh, yeah, Macquarie. <laughs> sorry, it's Macquarie. Yeah. Sorry, Macquarie, Dan. sorry. Fuck yeah. off. It's Macquarie. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of people follow a sorry with fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, fuck off. All yeah. right. Yeah. Apologies over. Yeah. <laughs> Macquarie is a very different place. <laughs> Macquarie Island, which was also to serve as a radio relay station. The main base under Mawson at Commonwealth Bay, and then there was the western base on the Shackleton Ice Shelf. From each base, th- their expeditions involving major scientific expedition would happen. Hmm? Everything sounds really good. It's going to go great. Yeah, and it's very concerning. This is the positive uh, it's one. It's a matter of time until someone gets beaten or eaten no! or fucking murdered or no, what? some crazy shit happens. I'm wrapped to be a part of a positive story. So yeah, no, it's, it's good. No, it's, it, it's going to take... I think, actually, we're probably about two... Right around now, maybe a paragraph or so away from no, some real fucked up shit. No, really? I feel, no. I'm, I'm feeling optimistic It's just too good. He builds one. it up to... So it just feels good. Let's go. What happens? Who kills who? Uh, so, Commonwealth Bay was a very remote part of the Antarctic coast. Wind speeds averaged 50 miles per hour. Occasionally, they would top 200 miles per hour. Here we go, see? Bad things are starting. Bad info's leaking out. At times, uh, the winds were so strong, they knocked the men off their feet and sent them sliding across the ice. Whoa. Blizzards were going on constantly. Mawson split the expedition into four groups... One to man base camp, and the others would go into the interior to do scientific work. He led what was called the Far Eastern Shore Party. It would be a three-man team, and they would survey glaciers hundreds of miles from base. Mawson was bent on making the deepest push into the Antarctic ever. This would be a very high-risk trip. Yep. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Mawson's group would have to travel the furthest... Which meant they would have to have a large load of supplies. They would also be crossing an area with a lot of crevices. And each crevice was concealed by snow. I see. Right. I mean, just like leaves over a hole. It's no. not good. But it's all right. He's already fallen down a crevice, so he'll be really <laughs> yes. careful, right? Oh, back home. Yeah, no yeah. cheering. No fucking cheering, right? Yeah. <laughs> The two guys who were picked to join Mawson were Lieutenant Belgrave Ninnis. He was a British Army officer and would be the expedition's dog handler. Sit. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Ninnis was already famous as an explorer from uh, being a part of Shackleton's 1907 Shacky. Nimrod expedition. Um, Shacky to his friends. Shack. Yeah. The Shack. Fucking Shacky. Shackles. Mawson and Ninnis had... Shack no- Daddy. Sorry. The Shackmeister. Yeah. Shacko. You're listening to Shacky is 94.4 FM. The Shack. Yeah. We're at the ice. It's fucking cold. <laughs> Here's Foreigner. <laughs> I just wanted to subtly tell people how old I am. <laughs> Uh, uh, Mawson and Ninnis had uh, met in London when Mawson went there to raise funds. On his trip to Australia, they met Xavier Mertz. Mertz became close friends of uh, Ninnis's. He was a 28-year-old Swiss lawyer who was apparently very amusing. He was... <laughs> did you just burp? He yeah, was, that was... Uh, who did burp? Was that you? Yeah. Did you just burp laugh? Yeah. That was a burp. That just, that just came out of you? Like, yeah. Like, you opened your mouth to, like, have a laugh, yeah. and then your body was like, oh, I've got something more pressing. Yeah. 
You know what the best thing is, is that I, I, it happened and then we didn't react and I looked and I saw there was a bit of hope in your eyes. Yeah. Like, I think I got away with yeah. it. Yeah, you were like, come on, yeah. guys, move on, guys. Boom. And she continued holding your hand after yeah. that until we started pointing out until and then she was like... Yeah, she's single. Okay, all right. <laughs> that was her fast. way of saying this is over and uh, thank you very much. Let's enjoy this last moment together. <laughs> Old burpee. <laughs> Burpo. Uh, Mertz was also a champion cross-country skier and mountaineer. So Lawson, is that, sorry, is that the funny guy who's the Swiss merchant yeah, he's banker? The, he's there to keep up the spirits and yeah. uh, make yeah. people laugh. And yeah. He's a lawyer, just in case. Yeah, right. <laughs> in case, in, case, in case you fall down a crevice and you want to sue someone. That's right. uh, we will sue the glacier. <laughs> was that uh, it's Swiss? Swiss, yeah. Oh, right. I'm working on it. <laughs> I, I thought you might have had a mild strike for a moment. Mm, actually, that was basically like my burp. Like, I did uh, that, and I was like, let's not talk about what just happened. Yeah, yeah. she's definitely not going to hold your hand. Damn it. Things are bad. <laughs> Moss and Ninnis and Mertz took three sledges that were pulled by 16 Huskies with uh, 1,720 pounds of food, gear, and scientific instruments. Holy shit. They were only a certain amount of uh, personal possessions. Ninnis chose a novel by William Makepeace Thackeray, and Mertz took a collection of Sherlock Holmes short stories. Mawson brought a diary and a photograph of his fiancée. She was an upper-class Australian woman named Francisca Dalpre, but was known as Paquita. One of the most Australian names I've ever heard. <laughs> Paquita. Paquita, 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 yeah, yeah. Coming up next, a foreigner. <laughs> Turn on the paquita. Okay, here's the secret sound. What's that? Uh, is that someone falling down a crevice? You've won nothing. That's right. You want two tickets to nowhere on the Shack. Shack Radio. <laughs> next up, Shacky. Shacky. <laughs> He's killed 16 huskies. <laughs> just to keep warm. I'm just taking a guess where the story's going. Antarctica's original station. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a call, win a dog. <laughs> What's it like where you are? Fucking cold. Okay. You want nothing. <laughs> uh, they set out on November 10th, 1912 and made good time. From Commonwealth Bay, they traveled 300 miles by December 13th. It was all going as expected. Mm -hmm. They would eat and that would reduce their load a little bit. The only thing that slowed them down uh, were two sick dogs. They battled through the blizzards and crossed two large and dangerous glaciers. One night on the journey, Mawson had a strange dream. Oh, boy. It was of his father. When he left, his parents were in good health, but the dream was very unsettling. Little did he know his father had just died of a sudden illness. We're emotional. Wow. Yeah. You guys, this happened like in the 1900s. You guys got really upset yeah. about that. We're still okay. grieving. <clears throat> it's also just interesting to get a some really bad news through a dream. Like, don't you think? <laughs> like, now you'd get it via text message. Your dad's dead. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, I'll, still, I'll, I'll watch the rest of the dollop and then I'll go. But, uh... <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Next. I got a head telegram last night. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't good. <laughs> Next, one of the Huskies turned out to be pregnant. Uh. Fuck, don't you hate that? What, what, I know, right? One, you go, you go one guy just had to stop dogs from doing that. I know. One guy was like, yeah. don't fuck her. Yeah. And she was like, uh-uh, I'm going to get some. 
I'm gonna get me some husky dick. Whoa, I don't think anyone's comfortable with what's happening. Girl, give me some dick. No, 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 no. I'm all hot and shit. I want a dick in me. Jesus, Dave, this can be isolated and turned into a ringtone. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> if, if you're listening, do not do that. And if you're listening, do that. <laughs> I would download that. I would love oh, my God, phone to be I in another room and just hear Dave. Uh. I want my husky dick. Ah, <laughs> oh, cool. Phone call. Hey, Dave. Hold on. Mm. Uh. Oh, it's a head telegram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the pregnancy did not go well uh, because the explorers found her devouring her puppies after they were born. Oh, Jesus. Well, Christ. you're right. This story you did take what? a terrible yeah, turn. I mean, <laughs> and this is just dogs. So it's going to get bad. <laughs> Well, that's pretty normal for dogs in extreme conditions, but still a total bummer to watch. Is that how they reported it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just the worst day. (laughs) Oh, man, I thought my dream was bad. (laughs) Dad's dead, the dog ate the puppies. (laughs) Fucking cold. This is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) At least nothing bad can happen. You're listening to WARC. Sorry, I was going back to the radio. I got you. So she's eating the puppies. Then, uh, when they were far inland, a petrel, which is a seabird that is about one meter long and has a wingspan of two meters, slammed into Ninnis's sledge. Where could it have come from, Mertz wrote in his notebook. The men started to get the feeling this was not going to be a good journey. That reminds me of when Fabio went on the roller coaster and a bird flew into his face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the people on the back of that were thinking, this is not going to be good. <laughs> this is going to be great. <laughs> okay, but you're, you're leaving, go, but you're not going to know what's happened. When you get back, it's going to be fucked up. We can wait. I mean. uh, <laughs> <clears throat> they continued on. Mawson developed a split lip from the cold. This caused pain to shoot across the left side of his face. Eesh. Ninnis came down with snow blindness, which is basically like having your eyes sunburned. Oh, there's something no one knew was a fucking possibility. Right. <laughs> right. The amount of times I've fallen asleep outside with my eyes open and, you know, always slip, slap, slap, am I right? <laughs> oh, my God, sunburn on the eyes. My eyes are so burned. I oh really God. just got it today. You know what? I should always put sunscreen on my eyes because uh, yeah. I forget and then I wake up and I'm like, ah! <laughs> so, uh, it, you don't notice the condition until several hours after exposure. So, it's like a sunburn where you're like, oh, what happened? It's very yeah. painful. Uh, he also developed an abscess on the tip of one of his fingers. It grew in more and more painful until he could no longer tolerate it. No. So, no, 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 no. Okay, hit me with it. Mawson lanced it with his pocket knife. Ugh. Just ripping fingers off. Fucking hell. And with all this going on, Ninnis nearly fell into hidden crevices three times. (laughs) The crevice game would just be terrifying. Jesus Christ, fucking crevices, Just walking around, just everywhere you went. You get to cut your own fucking finger off, and you're like, I'm afraid to take steps. (laughs) (laughs) And the dogs are eating little dogs. (laughs) The mom's eating her puppies. (laughs) My dad's dead. My fucking eyeballs are burned. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not going well. Yeah. 
They set up camp on December 13, 1912, in the middle of a glacier. Mawson decided to lose one of their three sledges to make the going easier. He put the rest of the load on the other two sledges. They did not sleep well that night because there were constant booms in the distance and cracking deep below them. Merch oh, knew what the noises were. Oh, right. Merch knew what the noises were, and it very much concerned him. The sounds were due to warm air making the glacier ahead unstable. Yeah. I know exactly what that is. I've seen that documentary, Batman Begins. That's where Raj Al Ghul <laughs> trains Bruce Wayne, right? <laughs> I can't believe you uh, made a Batman reference. I'd hate, not, I'd hate to not be the cliche that is me. <laughs> uh, do you have Batman pajamas? Don't be like that. <laughs> uh, Mertz wrote, quote, The snow masses must have been collapsing their arches. The sound was like the distant thunder of cannon. When they awoke, it was a sunny and warm day, at least for Antarctica, only 11 degrees below freezing. Nice day for a swim. Beautiful day. Mm. Yeah, just get out, do some yeah. stuff. You know what? I'm not going to wear a shirt today, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm like vitamin D deficient, so uh, shirt's off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they packed up and set a decent pace. At noon, Mawson stopped to figure out their position by looking at the sun. As he finished his calculations, he looked up and saw Mertz had stopped his usual singing. Wait, Mertz was singing the whole fucking time? <laughs> yeah. That's one of the reasons they brought him. He's right. the fun-loving guy. Yeah, yeah but we didn't, I didn't, did we know he was just singing the whole time? Yeah. God, yeah. I wish I had a Swiss accent. <laughs> Fuck. I know. Yodel, <laughs> yodel, He's just yodel. Yodel, yodel, yodel. Yodel, 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 yodel. Yodel, yodel, Now we know why the ice was cracking. <laughs> and the dogs eating her young. <laughs> yeah. You don't need this. You don't need this. My I'm ears sting. <laughs> <laughs> My ears sting. <laughs> Next up on WAC. <laughs> Shaggy. Mertz Yodel. Uh, yeah, that didn't go well. I was going to do so much more just then, but I'm not going to. Yeah, I fucked it up. Uh, so Mertz had skied ahead and now had one ski pole raised up in the air. This was a signal that he had come across a crevice. Mawson turned around and warned Ninnis. He saw Ninnis correct his path to cross the crevice head-on rather than diagonally. Okay. okay. Yeah. They moved on. Mm. <laughs> Did they really? Dramatic pause. <laughs> A few minutes passed, and Mawson heard the whine of a dog. Oh, Is Mert singing? <laughs> Thank God he's got a new song. Oh! <laughs> the dogs are singing with Mert. Mertz stopped. He was looking back and had a disturbed look on his face. Oh, God. Mm, yeah. Mawson turned around. Ninnis, his dogs, and his sledge were gone. They had disappeared right where Mertz had signaled where there was a crevice. Oh, boy. Fuck. Mawson and Mertz rushed back to where they had seen, last seen Ninnis, staying in their tracks. It was about a quarter mile back. 
When they got there, they found a large gorge in the snow about 11 feet across. Mawson got on his stomach and slowly crawled to the edge. He looked down and could see a ledge far below. On it were two dogs. One was dead and the other in a great amount of pain, <clears throat> writhing because its back was broken. Oh, I'm with them. <laughs> yeah. Beside the dog, some gear was scattered on the shelf. Below that was just pure darkness, and the crevice went deeper and deeper. Mawson yelled Ninnis' name over and over. There was no response. He pulled out a fishing line and dropped it down to see how far the ledge was. 150 feet. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Right. They put a little schmacko on the end, hoping he'd get the dog. <laughs> Pull one up. He's nibbling. He's nibbling down there. I got something. I don't know what it is. I reckon it's a 20-footer. <laughs> it's <25. bobbing>. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, a man's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's upset about the dog, though. Yeah. I feel that. I always feel worse for... I mean, I really... I always feel worse for animals than humans. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, the dogs didn't sign up. Like, they were just... Yeah, fucking, exactly. You're just a fucking husky yeah, hanging out. Exactly. And next minute, you're yeah. in the Antarctic... <laughs> down. ...watching your, your girlfriend eat your kids. Yeah. Like, it's fucking tough. <laughs> it's, it's trauma. Right. Honey. Honey, please don't eat my kids. Fuck. <laughs> Man. Oh my god, this is the worst <laughs> trip ever. I just. That's it, we're pro life. Yeah. <laughs> that asshole keeps yodeling. So he yells his name 150 feet down, way too far to climb down, obviously. Mertz and Mawson then spent about five hours on the edge calling down to Ninnis, hoping he was unconscious and wake up. You know things are good when you're praying for that situation. Yeah. Please just be unconscious. Yeah. Maybe he's just having a little sleep. You know, he did want to talk to his dad. Yeah. (laughs) I just got a telegram. (laughs) I've died. I just got a telegram in my dream. (laughs) No response came. They finally gave up and accepted that they had lost their friend. Okay. Yep. I don't even know what that means. Right. (laughs) What, the sign of the cross that you just... Yeah, what do you do when people die or what do you do? I, don't know, I think it's just like a shout out to God or something. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, what's up, man? I think hey, about bro. you. I think you were just pointing where it hurt you in your soul. <laughs> it hurts here, it hurts here, it hurts here, and it hurts here. <laughs> <laughs> just hurt. Oh. Uh, they couldn't figure out why they had been able to cross the crevice, but Ninnis had plunged into it. Then Mawson realized Ninnis had been running beside the sledge instead of standing on it. This meant his weight was not spread out, and his weight concentrated in just a few inches, causing the ice to break, and down he went. Mawson blamed himself for not making Ninnis wear skis. They held a burial service and then assessed the situation. Not good! (laughs) Amen! Because Mawson had split the supplies between the two sledges instead of three, he put the sledge with the food and the supplies and the tents in the back with Ninnis. He figured if there was a problem, it would be the first sledge that would go down, so the stuff they needed to live was on the second sledge. Uh. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the bottom lining. (laughs) Uh, So they lost their three-man tent, their six best huskies, all the food for they're the dogs. Fucked. Hang on, now they're ranking the huskies? Yeah, like, that's fuck. right. Yeah, That's <laughs> harsh, isn't it? Right? You turn up, you're in the cold, your girlfriend's eating your puppies, and then you find out you're the seventh best? Like, that would be bullshit. Hey. That hey. asshole keeps yodeling. <laughs> I gotta, I'm a fucking shit dog, and I gotta go with the yodeler. Hi, 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 
Whenever you want it. <laughs> so they also didn't have food for uh, people. They had 10 days food for a return trip that would take a month. Okay, so things are terrible. And, okay. Practically all the food had gone. Spade, pick, tent, wrote Mawson. All that, he, all that had was sleeping bags, food for a week and a half. We consider it a possibility to get through to winter quarters by eating dogs. So, <clears throat> nine hours... Yeah, I'm not happy. <laughs> nine hours after the accident started back, but terribly handicapped, may God help us. God said, no. No. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> they made what they called a mad dash to get to the place where they had camped the night before. That's where the abandoned sledge was. With a pocket knife, Mawson cut it up to make poles and some canvas. Using the poles and Mertz's skis, they fashioned a tent. Now they had shelter at least so they could survive for the night. It was cramped and flimsy. Only one man could move at a time, and neither could rise higher than a sitting position. They pondered the re return trip. Didn't look good. They had no food depots set up for the way out. They could head for the sea, which would be a longer journey, but there would be seals that they could kill and eat. They also might be seen by a ship and be saved, or they could go uh, back exactly the way they came. Mawson decided to head back the way they came. Okay. Then they killed the dog. Whoa. <clears throat> it was the weakest one. They ate it. Yeah. Number eight. Numero eight. <laughs> Should have run better. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, we're just going to be calling you by numbers from now on. Is that cool? <laughs> Ironically, they ate eight. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he got the number, he went, oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm fucked. I mean, they're hungry. I'm eight. Yeah. Uh, the leftovers they fed to the other dogs. Whoa, Aww. that's a super fucking weird call. Wow. The dogs are like, this is Bob! Eat Bob! <laughs> what the fuck? What kind of shitty planning did you guys do here? Yeah, listen, shut up. Oh, Bob is good. <laughs> good Bob. They headed out. They traveled at a... They, chatted, they traveled at a decent pace, but then Mawson got s snow blindness. So right. he can't see? No. Yeah. And it hurts a lot. <laughs> Mertz used a solution of zinc sulfate and cocaine to wash his eyes. What, why the, yeah, how whoa. did they fucking have coke on the trip? Well, you know, everything's turning to shit. You might as well like, have some fun, right? <laughs> You might as well feel confident about your blindness. That's what I'm saying. Fuck the dogs. We're running there. Yeah. Another bump. One more bump. Yeah. Let's ride the seals. Let's not fucking eat them. We can do this. Come on. Yeah. We're going to Miami. The hardest thing was finding a toilet to do the cocaine off. <laughs> and shout annoying stories at each other via sled. <laughs> Did I tell you about the one time? <laughs> I always said you'd be good at sledge. Yeah, I thought I'd be good at sledge. I knew it, man. I found my fucking calling. Let's do this. Ah! You know, I think we should do, man. I think we should start selling snow. Just take it back there and sell snow. Yeah. We should make a lot of money that way. It's just a great plan. You guys want to sell, sell, sell some snow? Yeah. Yeah, let's do this. The cocaine melted. You guys are like my best friends ever. Yeah. yeah. I love you guys. I really do. I'm not just saying that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Ah. I fucking love you yodeling. No, no. I, I love it. Dude, you mean, you mean that, dude? No, man. When you yodel, it makes me really more, feel good bro. about shit, man. I should be yodeling more. Fuck. How full on was it when they ate the fucking puppies? Like, that was full on, wasn't it? I'm from Switzerland. Yeah. I imagine that's what cocaine is like. Yeah. No, yeah. I read. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I've seen Ted. If I've my seen how it son, works. Yeah. If my son is listening, I would never do that. Yeah. My, and if my boy's listening. Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> if my boy's listening, I am freaking the fuck out. <laughs> Why have you never gotten in touch until now? <laughs> Reach out. Not too much. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a touch. <laughs> uh. 
Also the name of your new show, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Reach out, just a touch. <laughs> so, so they had to slow down because the one guy's blind. Uh, to top things off, they found themselves now in a whiteout. They could see nothing but grayness. Two of the dogs collapsed. Uh-huh. Mawson and Mertz had to tie themselves to the sled to keep going. One by one, they ate the dogs. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> That's not good for anybody. <clears throat> when George, then Johnson, then Mary could no longer pull, they were loaded on the sledge and carried to that night's camp. Then they were shot. After eating the meat, they threw the bones and skin to the remaining huskies who fought each other over every scrap. So it's going well. Yeah, right. Yeah. The dogs are not good eating, apparently. Uh, Mawson discovered that the best way to cook a dog is to boil it completely. So. You never see nice... that on MasterChef, do you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, it'd get the ratings up, though, wouldn't it, right? Your secret ingredient is husky. <laughs> oh, fucking husky. <laughs> We're going to make a stew. <laughs> I just used my cat recipe. the same. <laughs> uh, so uh, they're shot. They're, uh, oh, yeah. So yep, they're, boi- they the they're boiling they're the dog. Them. They're boiling, boiling the dog. So a nice dog soup was made along with a supply of meat. The muscles and gristle were turned into a jelly-like substance with this method. Of course, the paws took the longest to cook. Oh, God. Paw but meat? after a while, they became edible. Wow. It's a little something you should all know when the apocalypse happens. Right. That is the worst words before something you're about to eat, over time it became edible. (laughs) (laughs) Eating fucking dog jelly. (laughs) Take a bite. Not Not just yet. Put it back in. Probably needs another four or five hours for me to get a little bit more mental before this tastes okay. (laughs) Not yet. Dog jelly tastes like dog. (laughs) Of course the pause took the oh I did that. Uh, even when uh, all even with all this uh, great dog and entrees both men began to quickly break down. At 1 a.m. on December 25th, Mawson woke Mertz to wish him a Merry Christmas. Right. <laughs> Fucking insane decision. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, happy holidays. Yeah. <laughs> what are you hoping for the future? <laughs> I got you paw meat, so... Uh, I got you yeah. some snow. Here, yeah. Uh, yeah, I am a Jewish. Oh. Um, it's, I guess you get a claw for the next eight days. <laughs> Mawson wrote in his diary, I hope to live to share many Merry Christmases with my friend Mawson. He's losing his shit, right? Yeah. He's like, we're going to spend every Christmas together. Now let's eat the dogs. <laughs> By now... I'm just filled with the holiday cheer this year. We should hang up some stuff. I'm having the best time. I love it. Ho, oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I hope Santa brings us anything. <laughs> what did you wish for? <laughs> Literally anything. <laughs> Want any anything? Time machine would be great. <laughs> Just feels like someone put coal in my life, you know? (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Could I have a beer? <laughs> yeah, he deserves one after that. Yeah. Whew, fuck, my stomach hurts. <laughs> and I, and all I that have dog. Yeah, all that dog. Right. Got to oh boil it, God. baby. I told you. Don't bake it. Yeah. You I made know, that man. mistake once. I like dog sushi. I always have. Oh, oh. God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How do you like your douchey? <laughs> Hold on. On a little train that goes around and around. <laughs> <laughs> oh. By now, only Ginger, the toughest of the surviving dogs, could haul. Mossin and Mertz put on their chest and hip harnesses and pulled the sledge alongside her, exhausting themselves after a f- only a few miles. Crossing wind-carved ridges of hard snow, they repeatedly fell down and often capsized the sledge. To save weight, they threw away gear, their alpine rope, the rifle, the extra sledge runners, and hardest to do, Mossin's camera and the film packs that had the visual record of the trio's journey. It became very clear something was wrong with Mertz. Mm-hmm. He was rapidly losing strength. On January 2nd, he could manage only five miles the next day before giving up. His fingers were frostbitten, and Mertz shocked Mawson by biting off the tip of one. Whoa. Whoa. Well, we did He's still yodeling while he's eating. <laughs> Fucking nuts. You're probably just like, oh, he's going to bite his nail. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's your finger. <laughs> you overbit your nail, Mertz. Ugh. It's a terrible habit. I can't stop. I have to stop biting my fingers off. Yeah. I really got to give that up. Oh, my God. It's so much better than dog, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. I mean, he just bit off his fucking finger. Yeah. yeah. And we're not even near the end. Oh, shit. Mawson knew that their only hope was to keep moving, but on January 5th, Mertz refused. It would be suicide, he said. On January 5th, 1913, Mawson wrote in his diary that Mertz, quote, is generally in very bad condition, skin coming off legs, etc. Uh, no, there's a lot of times to use an et cetera. Yeah. Not, no, yeah. give me the fucking details. Don't yeah. fucking blah, blah, blah yeah. me through what's happening to his leg skin. Yeah, you know, like, you know, like when you lose leg skin, you know, yada, yada, yada. He's losing his leg skin. Yeah, yeah. You've heard it a million yeah, times. Time. He's biting his fingers off. You yeah. know, we're eating dogs. You've yeah. heard it. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. yeah. We're dying, yeah. Yeah. You know, as we call it Thursday, the you usual, know, that kind of thing. Yeah. The holidays, right? right. <laughs> crazy. Just crazy. Wacky time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they climbed into their sleeping bags for 24 hours. That night, Mawson wrote, quote, things are in a most serious state for both of us. If he cannot go eight or ten uh, miles a day, in a day or two, we are doomed. I could pull through myself with the provisions at hand, but I cannot leave him. His heart seems to have gone. It is very hard for me to be within a hundred miles of the hut, and in such a position is awful. Mawson was also in horrible pain, but he talked Mertz into continuing by riding on the sledge. Incredibly, Mawson pulled the load by himself for two and a half miles. In his diary that night, he wrote, if he cannot go eight or ten miles a day in a day or two, we are doomed. I could pull through myself with the provisions at hand, but I cannot leave him. He's a, a fucking dude. hero, yeah. right? Fucking right. hero. Idiot. Yeah, idiot, but still. <laughs> idiot. Eat, leave him, eat him, do whatever you got to do. Yeah, I, yeah. We, we all know you're on Camp Eat him, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> 
you'd, if you'd be eating him early, he'd be like, we still have food. He'd be like, ah, just come on. Come on. I'm going to eat you. You're eating you. Come Why on. can't I eat you? <laughs> well, I'm yeah. jealous. Yeah, share. Come on. Like, I'm hungry Give too. Give some of those human fingers. Yeah. <laughs> they camped that night. In the morning, Mertz was delirious. As an added Mertz bonus. Mertz just not, not doing good. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> As an added bonus, he had diarrhea. Ah, man. I figured. Yeah. I mean, what, how do you think their digestion's doing on this trip? Yeah. And he shit inside of his sleeping bag. Mm. Well, listen, slumber parties can get weird. <laughs> you, get a, you get a Boy Scout badge for that. It's a merit badge. Yeah. Sh- shitting yeah. in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the third one, yeah. right? <laughs> Mostyn spent hours cleaning Mertz in what may be the worst moment in Explorer history. Mostyn gave Mertz some cocoa and beef tea, and then he shit himself again. <laughs> Just, okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> what did you think would happen with beef tea? Yeah. I would shit myself if you gave me beef tea. I nearly shit myself when you said it. <laughs> I was holding on. What the fuck is beef tea? By the way... They're eating dogs, they're drinking cows? What the fuck is going on? Add a bit of cocoa to it, though. Like, it's it's Christmas. (laughs) Little cinnamon will really spice that cow drink up. Anyone want some hot cow? Cup of hot cow? (laughs) Mawson cleaned him again, and then they started moving. But Mertz got worse. He fell into a complete delirium. They made camp. Mertz pulled himself halfway out of his sleeping bag and flailed about in a wild frenzy. He was trying to find his fingers. He's only talking in yodels. <laughs> Mawson wrote, During the afternoon, he has several fits and is delirious. Fills his trousers again, and I clean him out. What is, I can't believe he's cleaning him every time. Yeah. I'd just be like, look, at the end of the day, we'll do one. Yeah. This is a real fucking roller coaster yeah. you're taking me on. Paul Bugger's probably trying to keep warm and he keeps cleaning up the shit. (laughs) Yeah, I made another boom boom. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm going to clean you and I'm going to ask you to stop calling it boom booms for the last time. (laughs) Oh, another boom boom. Uh, (laughs) I wish I fell down that fucking crevice. (laughs) Nothing, nothing. I didn't say anything. Here. Reverse your sleeping bag again. Get another wet wipe. Thank God we brought a sled of wet wipes. I will say that in retrospect. That was the only thing Smart. they did. You guys were saying that was crazy. Yeah. Like I said, beef tea, wet wipes. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he is very weak, becomes more and more delirious, rarely being able to speak coherently. At 8 p.m., he raves and breaks a tent pole. Wait, at 8 p.m. like daily or that yeah. one no. day? Yeah. Like 8 p.m. on clockwork, he's like, yes. oh, time to go to work. Yep. <laughs> time to make the crazy. <laughs> what time is it? 7.30 or half an hour? All right, wake yeah. me at uh, like 7.55. Yeah. I'm going to go ape shit. Yeah. <laughs> Need enough time to stretch. Yeah. Just get up. I'm going to brush my teeth before yeah. I freak the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> I'd hate to pull a muscle going yeah, crazy, yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, is that another boo-boo? <laughs> God damn it. 
Nine o'clock is boom boom time. No, listen, don't call it that. And st- just that if you know, then get out of the bag, please. Yeah. If, you're ma- if it's a schedule. Oh, I made a boom boom. <laughs> At this rate, we're going to run out of wet wipes. <laughs> Use the dog to wipe me. Because <laughs> I've still got one left, haven't they? They've still got ginger. Yeah, ginger. Yeah. yeah. Good on ginger. Ginger's brown. Throw a little ginger in that cow tea. Really? Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, God. Mm. Mm. Brings mm. out the regret. Mm. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ah. Really taste the bad decision making. Oh, it? yeah. Mm. At the back of the throat. I can't believe eating so much dog made me shit. So he continues to rave for hours. I hold him down. Then he becomes more peaceful, and I put him quietly in the bag. He dies peacefully at 2 a.m. in the morning of the 8th. He had lost all the skin on his legs and private parts. Ah. See you guys later. Now, you know what? That's... Sorry. I'm going to take off. Sorry. That's when we needed an et cetera. Ah, uh, fuck, oh, yeah, fuck. now that you know what the et cetera's placeholder was. Yeah. Sorry, his dick was skinless? Yeah. Give me an et cetera. <laughs> what does that even... Okay, I don't want to... It just comes I mean, off. You've, yeah, never, you've never had to... My dick skin come off? No, yeah. I haven't. No, I no? don't have a molting penis. Uh, you, no, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta you, learn how to fuck, bro. Yeah. What? You, what? I'm sorry, wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. You never, you never took pills in the 90s? Like, you never... <laughs> wait a minute. I've been doing it. I've been keeping. Huh? What? No, I can take my dick skin off all the time. No. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got to. It's but, like, if you're not, then you're fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, shit, you were starting to freak me out. Dude. Yeah, no, dude, like, I was just yeah. playing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like cool, man. joking. Because I'm, yeah. like, I'm not sitting next to someone that's never yeah, lost no, the skin my, off their dick. Do yeah, you know what I mean? So many times. Yeah, like, every, yeah, cool. Yeah. When, when, was, when was the best time? <laughs> You know, it's nothing like the first time your skin rips off your dick while you're having sex. It's just like, you remember that one forever. Yeah. It's so crazy, you know? Anyway, yeah. we had, but yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll show, talk afterwards. Sure. Yeah. Let's put a yeah. pin in yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Dive back Sorry. in after. It's weird. You yeah. ever just pull a little bit of skin and it starts coming off your dick and then your whole leg just... It... Yeah. It's just like pulling a thread. You're like, well, yeah. where does this end? And it ends. <laughs> and suddenly you just... <laughs> I shouldn't have pulled that thread. <laughs> now I have no dick or legs. <laughs> By the way, I hurt myself. <laughs> 42, I don't do stunts normally and uh, I won't do them again. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so, I'm so glad we asked you to do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, God, where am I? This is terrible. I've been thinking that the whole fucking podcast. What the fuck is going on? Dude had oh, a right. skinless dick. He died. I forgot he died. Right. Dear diary, Mert's dick fell apart today. Should have seen that headed this way. Mertz, is this yours? Uh, I wonder if I've been that looking was. for that. Oh, oh, let me just throw that back on there. There we go. Nah, I know. We pushed it. I'm sorry. Ginger's like. <laughs> no, that's ginger, my... No, bad ginger, bad. Put down Mertz's cock skin. No. <laughs> no, that's a bad dog. I'm going to eat you. The worst was when Mertz made a little puppet out of his dick skin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, and then, that, and then it turned into that TV show that was just <laughs> yeah. the worst. 
the Mertz Hour? Oh. <laughs> bizarre and yeah. not good. Yeah. One episode. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I am the little dick man. Is it good? Is yeah. it good? Yeah, 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 good, good character. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So, quote: He lost all the skin on his legs in private parts. Yeah, we know that part, Dave. You just pick up right after. <sighs> I am in the same condition. Oh, oh no! Two dudes, no dicks. <laughs> what? Yeah, the one of my favorite Ryan Reynolds shows, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> two, two dudes, one dick, and a predicament. <laughs> Back when he was good. Yeah. I have a sore on my finger that won't heal. Uh, that's not what you should be claiming, like, yeah. complaining about when your penis is skinless. Yeah. He pulled Merch's body out of the tent and hacked ice blocks from the ground. He then covered his dead friend, still in his sleeping bag. He made a crude cross of discarded sledge runners and placed it on top. It turns out eating husky meat is not a good idea. What? Especially the liver. The dog's livers contain a high concentration of vitamin A that can bring on a condition known as hypervitaminonis A. It causes drying and fissuring of the skin, hair loss, nausea, in high doses, madness. Those just happen to be the symptoms Mertz had and soon Mawson. But Mertz probably was also hit with hypothermia, overexertion, and near starvation, so he was more affected. He shouldn't have been singing so fucking much. That's yeah. a lot of calories he could yeah. have had. Yodelay, ooh, dick. <laughs> Mawson was now 100 miles from the nearest human being, and he was also breaking down. Quote, the nose and lips break open, he wrote. Oh, I mean, like, things are not good when you're like, do 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 so my nose is open. <laughs> <laughs> Feels weird. <laughs> weird picking it. <laughs> He had open sores on his scrotum. Wait a minute. So he has no skin and open sores. <laughs> he just says, I don't even want to say it. Writing his groin was getting. Wait, what? Ready? No, nobody's ready for what's about to fucking happen. We well, that's the end of the dollop, and thanks for coming skin. down. Yeah. Yeah. In a very raw condition, due to reduced... Condition, dampness, and friction in walking. Antarctic chafing, I think. The skin was peeling off his legs. He felt like he should just give up. Right? Yeah, yeah but, right. Honestly, yeah, just stop. <laughs> just stop. Yeah, eat your fingers and go. At, the, at this point, Ginger's like, just fucking eat me. Please. I can't yeah. watch this shit. I swear to God, shit. I'll cook me, however you want to handle this. <laughs> yeah. You should have eaten Mertz. I mean, I don't want to... <laughs> yeah. Right? Like I've been listening right. to the, doing the dollop for too long. Yeah. I don't listen to it. I'm on it. But, uh... <laughs> How the fuck are you not, like, he just, you know. Well, well, Mertz thought he was tasty. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Finally get some of that Mertz meat. Yeah. With your beef tea. Yeah. But, Mawson wanted to tell everyone what had happened to his two friends, and he had a fiancé. Mawson wrote in his diary, I shall do my utmost to the last. He continued on for days. The wind finally died out at 9 a.m. on January 11th. He had been making good time because he used his knife to cut the one remaining sledge in two and put up a sail. Smart. And well, and he also didn't have to clean his partner's sleeping bag four times a day. Right? Yeah. Suddenly he had a lot of time on his hands and uh, could get some shit done. (laughs) A lot of time on his hands, not fingers. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He he made a sail by sewing Mertz's jacket to a cloth bag. I wish he had sewn Mertz. That would be amazing. I mean, just a guy fucking 
going across the ice with a Mert sail. Yeah. It's just tremendous. The yeah. wind is like going in his mouth, so there's a little yodel sort of still going. Yeah. Take these broken wings and fly again. I can't believe what's happening up there. It's beautiful. Soon his feet became incredibly painful. He sat down on a sledge and took off his boots to take a look at the situation. Uh, what? Oh, just... He probably has a boo-boo. <laughs> Not a boom-boom. <laughs> the skin on the soles of his feet had come off. Alrighty. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. No skin on your dick is tough, but you don't walk on your dick. <laughs> Not in the yeah. Antarctic, anyway. <laughs> yeah. What's that man doing? He's bouncing across. <laughs> <laughs> How do we follow him? The little holes all the way. Follow. Here, actually, if you, put, if you hop in his holes, it'll be easier if you follow yeah. him. Oh, yeah. The earliest dick walkers started in the Antarctica. <laughs> Okay, so he has no feet. Uh, the bottom of his feet were just raw and blistered, spurting pus and blood. Spurting. Spurting. Yeah. Yeah, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I wondered how that would sound. So yeah, now, uh, he smeared his feet with lanolin and taped the dead soles of his feet. No, 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 no. Tell me he's not about to tape his fucking feet together. He taped his feet together. Oh, my God. And I mean, then he... And then he put on six pairs of wool socks. Uh, earlier. Do that earlier. earlier. Yeah. Do that you, at the start of the trip. Yeah, then you can keep that's, your feet. That's also a merit badge. Oh, okay. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he walked on. Like a fucking god. Yeah, right. I mean, honestly. I mean, yeah. This guy's out of his fucking mind. Dude, this yeah, is, no. Now we're in Hugh Glass territory. Yeah, I yeah. think we're getting close. Right. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest. I walked here from Fitzroy North, and I am fucked. So... <laughs> Good on this guy, right? <laughs> okay, so he's that... got no skin on his dick. His testicles are covered in sores. His feet are taped together. He's chock full of beef stew. And he's got one dog named Ginger. Yeah. Let's roll. <laughs> he wrote, My whole body's apparently rotting from want of proper nourishment. Frostbitten fingertips, festerings, mucous membrane of nose gone. Saliva glands of mouth refusing duty, skin coming off, my whole body. Drop the journal, honestly. Like, yeah. It's enough check-ins. We yeah, get yeah. it, but you're not doing... Uh, enough with the riding yeah. and more with the hopping. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Pursue the hopping. That's a better thing. How's your holiday? <laughs> skin coming off. <laughs> Wish Dear you were here. Dear Santa, this Christmas, will you bring me skin? <laughs> Lots of it. <laughs> he was running out of time. The expedition's relief ship, Aurora, was scheduled to arrive at Commonwealth Bay on January 15th to pick up the men and head back to Australia. Mawson was still more than 80 miles away, and he was growing weaker by the hour. He was now walking, stumbling, and crawling. There were so many snowdrifts and ice sheets that he could make little progress on some days. The next day, he was unable to walk because of the no skin on the bottom of his feet thing. Right. So That's he took a symptom a, of that disease. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. So he took a day to rest. 
On January 13th, he started again, and at the end of the day, he could see in the far distance the high uplands of the plateau that ended at base camp. At this point, he could only go five miles a day. Uh, I can't believe he's not quit. Like, I, oh, God, would I be dead by now? Holy yeah. shit, would I be dead? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, yeah. many, many I would, days ago. I would have found a crevice and thrown myself down. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsies. Ah! <laughs> have fun with the fingers. <laughs> Bye, Ginger. <laughs> and Ginger's like, I could have fucking eaten you! You fucking hypocrite! <laughs> I'm having a little nap down a crevice. Don't wait for me. Hey, if you see some foot skin, throw it down. <laughs> foot skin? That's gonna be the name of this uh, movie. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. In. Footskin. <laughs> I'm the end guy. I did that in the previous. In. All right. Have a good day, everybody. Thanks. That's $100,000. All right. Boom. <laughs> we can't do it without the end guy. In. All right. Thank you. Mawson's biggest worry during the entire return trip was that he would also fall into a crevice. That was his biggest fucking worry. Yeah. Well, he's fucking crazy. I mean, yeah. he's eating had too much husky liver because yeah. there's bigger fish to fry. That's true. But on bigger dogs to cook. Yep. <laughs> Ginger. But on January 17th, that's exactly what he did. Uh, so there was a jerk. He fell. His fall was stopped. The sledge was longer than the crevice was wide, and it uh. stuck in the snow. Uh, so it like formed a, a bridge across the crevice. Mawson was now dangling 14 feet below the sled. Beneath him was a bottomless pit. His first thought was that he regretted that he didn't have the chance to eat the last bit of food before he died. I'll be honest, that's exactly what I would have thought as well. As I was going down, I was going, quickly, eat a snack. Nom, 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 <laughs> Got it! Oh, my God. I can't believe I, I left the Pringles. <laughs> Sitting up there. Fuck, would I eat the shit out of those right now? thing is, if you get to them, once you pop, you can't stop, right? <laughs> Just keep on going. <laughs> Fuck the Pringles. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the sledge slowly started to move, which meant he didn't have long before his death was imminent. I had time to say to myself, so this is the end. Hmm. Expecting every moment the sledge to crash on my head and both of us to go to the bottomless unseen below. Then I thought of the food left uneaten on the sledge and of Providence again giving me a chance. The chance looked very small as the rope had sawed into the overhanging lid. My finger ends all damaged, myself weak. Incredibly, Mawson found the strength to climb up the rope slowly, hand over hand. But he kept losing his grip and sliding back down. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say he kept losing his fingers. I thought they are just like, oh, shit, this is going to be way harder now. Yeah. Now I can't get to the food up there. I can't get to the food down there. <laughs> Six left. Time to make a decision. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, uh, boop, where the fuck? It's okay. Shit. Don't oh, worry. God. Don't worry. Right. Oh, God. Okay, You're not oh, God. Oh, right. God. Don't worry. You're panicking. You're just fine. get there. You'll be right. Uh, just focus. Right, then I thought of the food on the ledge. Okay, now it's getting a little ridiculous. Okay. Now we're all sort of like, what's happening? Wait a minute. So he climbs up, mm -hmm. falls back down, mm -hmm. and that happened a few times. He finally made his way to the edge of the crevice, his fingers bleeding. 
Quote, at last, I just did it, he recalled. He pulled himself clear. Exhausted, he passed out for two hours. When he woke, he was covered in snow. He then found the strength to put up the tent and get into his sleeping bag. And then it should say, and then he shit himself. (laughs) In his tent that night, he made a rope ladder and attached it to his sled and his harness. Now, if if he fell into and dangled over a bottomless pit... He had a ladder... He made a ladder. He was like, if this fucking happens again, I'll have a ladder. Yeah. Not just any ladder, a rope ladder. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so if it happened again, he would cr- crawl up the ladder, and the next day, that's exactly what happened. Wow. Oh, but he planned for fucking it, right? Genius. He's like fucking right? MacGyver. Like, he this is, is amazing. MacGyver. Fuck. MacGyver. <laughs> McGlacier. <laughs> <laughs> and the ladder worked perfectly. Mossum was now convinced he had no chance to survive. The deadline to reach the hut had come and gone, and the aurora had steamed away. But he was driven on with the hope that he would leave his diary where searchers might find it and learn the story of the doomed Far Eastern Party. It was now almost the end of January. He could only go about four miles a day. Uh, He simper? That's not a word. No, he's simper. Uh, Oh, he spent a lot of time dealing with all of his wounds. His hair started to fall out. Then another blizzard came, but he refused to let the storm stop and continued for another eight miles before taking his tent for the night. Jesus Christ. In the morning, he exited his tent and realized he was almost there. He could see the coastline of Commonwealth Bay. He only had 40 miles to go to make it to base and was just 30 miles from a supply dump. On January 29th, he saw a pile of rocks. There he found a note and some food that had been left by men at the base. At this point, they were very concerned he had not returned. From the note, Mawson learned that he stood only 28 miles from the hut. This helped to give him the fight to push on. On February 1st, he made it to Aladdin's cave. Oh, he gets three wishes in there. Yeah. <laughs> fucking be fine, Fucking fine. food, the dog's back. Hey, first of all, a bit of dick skin. That's <laughs> the first thing. All right, yeah, my first one's going to sound crazy. I need skin on my dick. Number two. <laughs> oh, God, I should have said how much dick skin. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is all over the place. <laughs> okay, second wish, bigger pants. <laughs> and sled. <laughs> and some beef tea. <laughs> More beef tea. And a pregnant dog that'll make more dogs that I can eat. I'm actually just wishing for the scenario I just got into. (laughs) I wish this had never happened. (laughs) In the cave, he found three oranges and a pineapple. What? That's all right. What do you mean? Nothing better than when you're really hungry, you get to play Fruit Ninja. That's a great thing. (laughs) How'd that happen? I mean, I assume it was because they were, was... they were worried he'd have scurvy, but, yeah, but what okay, about so more food? Yeah, seriously. Like, <laughs> about, if you're like, worried about him, isn't he better than three oranges and a fucking pineapple? Hey, yeah. let's give him a piney and some oranges. <laughs> what? <laughs> what about, like, some beef or... No, he'll have jerky? tea of that. He'll be fine. No. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what about a big, like, prickly thing that he won't be able to open? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that is the other thing. He's, like, yeah. peeling the oranges, like, fuck... Yeah. Die, ah. ah, fingers must. God damn it! What about an apple, you cunts? <laughs> also, the name of his diary. <laughs> uh. 
Mawson rested in the cave that night. Oh, by the way, he cried when he saw the pineapple and the oranges. Yeah, because he knew how hard it was to peel that fucking pineapple. <laughs> he knew that was two fingers gone. <laughs> the pineapple nightmare continues. I am three fingers down. Mawson rested that night in the cave. The next day, a terrible blizzard hit, and he was stuck in the cave for five days waiting for it to break. Jesus Christ. It finally cleared on February 8th, and he made his way back to base. As he approached the base, he saw the expedition's ship, Aurora, leaving. Oh, no! Are you serious? All right, I'll swim after it. (laughs) What I like is he swims after it, and every, you know, eight miles he stops and holds up his diary and writes another journal. Dear diary, fucking drowning. Yeah, this is much harder than I expected. Send help. I took my Mertz sail down and made him into a raft. <laughs> and the songs are beautiful. <laughs> he thought that was it. He figured he was done. Then he saw three men working at some task near the hut. Mawson stopped and waved. Oh, waving. Hello! Hi! Hi, Hi guys! Hey. Woo. I'm pretty much skinless. Could you guys come to me? Do you have any dick skin? Huh? Why is that man waving a sausage above his head? <laughs> Sorry, that's my penis. Hey! <laughs> I went into Aladdin's cave and got fruit. Normal. <laughs> the men were too far away to hear his shouts. Finally, one of them looked up and saw him. A party had been left to wait for him. The men at the hut rushed up the icy slope to embrace Mawson. Mm, no, don't, don't! I don't have skin! Oh, God! <laughs> the first to arrive was Frank Bickerton, a 24-year-old British engineer who had been in charge of another of the exploring parties. From 50 yards off, Mawson recognized Bickerton. From the look on Bickerton's face, Mawson knew he was in a horrible condition. <laughs> also, Bickerton must have had some really prominent features because, remember, he's snowblind. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be amazing when he's running up after you. <laughs> He's like, hey, good to see you, man. Oh, no. And then he throws your up. Nose, your no, your nose is gone. Don't eat my vomit. No, God, God, my, no. <laughs> we have husky cooking. <laughs> oh, God, don't say husky cooking. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, Bicker didn't know, but he was in such bad condition that Bickerton didn't know which of the three he was. The skin was falling off what remained of his flesh. Most of his hair was gone. His hands and feet were barely functional. He was covered in frostbite and frozen sores, and he could hardly speak. Mawson collapsed in their arms. The ordeal was over. He had missed catching the aurora by just five hours. Oh, hey, man. listen, he chilled in that cave too long. Yeah. yeah. Time That's is money. It, man. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta move. Yeah. Yeah, but that pineapple. You know, you could cut time writing in that fucking journal. That's five hours right there. Boom. Yeah. On the Aurora. First of all, gentlemen, I would like to say fuck you for the pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) The amount of damage that pineapple must have done. Oh, my God. That's torture. Six men had, had been left to stay and search for the group. Now they had to spend another year in the windiest place on Earth. It was a rough time for Mawson. <laughs> really? Was it? <laughs> I mean, this dude is really rolling with punches. I'm just going to stand here. No, not lay down. I'm going to stand here and wait for my skin to come back. 
Could you imagine? I mean, he couldn't lay down, right? If his skin's all like everything. He like, can't you stand had, either. Well, he could stand. Well, you're right. His feet are taped on. He's wearing his fucking feet like sandals. Uh, you guys might not want to be in the room for this. I'm going to take off my feet. <laughs> I took off my shoes. Should I take my feet off too? I don't want to get that area dirty. Oh, fuck, that stinks. God, get some odor eater or something. That is just... <laughs> woo! I have athlete's foot. I mean, had it. I don't have a foot anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he wrote, I find my nerves in a very serious state, and from the feeling I have in the base of my head, I have suspicion that I may go off my rocker very soon. <laughs> my nerves have evidently had a great shock. Wait, what? My nerves have had a great shot. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, this was a rough so one. Light. Yeah. I've gone what's known as cuckoo bananas. <laughs> Despite his ordeal, the additional year helped to, uh, to ensure that the Australasian Antarctic expedition was a scientific and technical success. Yeah. So it's a fucking... It was a success? Yeah, because yeah. They, they got to stay there and do more uh, scientific stuff. Another winter gave them the opportunity to better study the electroatmospheric phenomenon of the Aurora Australis, the southern light. You guys have southern lights? Yeah. Oh, they're fucking... Can you see them from here? Oh, they're pretty awesome. I've seen the northern ones. I don't know if the northern ones are better. <laughs> Those northern lights are pretty sick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> when the summer came, they, uh, the remaining team were able to map the further reaches of the new part of the British Empire and survey and sample its wildlife and geology. Mawson's team discovered the first meteorites in Antarctica. While there, word came that Robert Falcon Scott's latest venture in Antarctica had ended in his death. His wife, Kathleen, who we met, remember? In, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. His wife, Kathleen, was on a ship in the Pacific, headed to meet Scott when she got the news. Mawson called her on the wireless. She responded by sending Mawson a message of love and sympathy. He radioed back to Kathleen that her message had touched my heart and presses the key of the most tender feelings imaginable. And then he said, please accept my love. That's creepy. That's like when yep. a dude over texts. You know, yeah, I know. I know. Lo- no, I really, no, I, really think this is special. Yeah. Oh boy, your husband died. How about if I uh, get <laughs> right in? away? Can I get in there? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, my, but my. when I say get in there, I'm gonna need to tell you a couple things first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This is the awkward conversation. Yeah. Um, so, but I think we can have it in an honest uh, and open way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the 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 base doctor quote it grew back weird. Yeah. <laughs> And not at all, so... <laughs> but if you've ever had a skinless dick in you... Ringtone! <laughs> so, he was knighted in 1914 by King George V. He went into... Who accidentally uh... stabbed him during the knighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why he's luck goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I pronounce you old. And you are, oh my God, what did I just do? I just yeah. stabbed him. Yeah. He went to, uh, in the war, World War I, he went and served in England, and that's where Kathleen was. Mm-hmm. Austin spent much of the summer in 1916 with Kathleen. He was almost constantly with her. They went out to dinner and dancing. She wrote in her diary. Dancing. What? Diary. Hang on. How did yeah. he do that? He's box stepping now? Fuck. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. His skin's back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> 
I can't stop dancing now. I got skin on my motherfucking feet. Yeah, don't waste it. Oh, man. Can you imagine complaining around him? Yeah. You're like, my back hurts. He's like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> it's just I ate like my dog. <laughs> Watched my friend eat his goddamn fingers, and my dick had no skin. <laughs> you don't even know what a boom boom is. <laughs> That's a good catchphrase. <laughs> oh, you don't even know what a boom boom is. <laughs> Tell you hosed out a Mertz in a bag. Mmm, <laughs> Mertz. Uh, they went out, yeah, they went out to dinner and dancing. She wrote in her diary, Douglas Mawson kissed my hand on leaving. He's dear and a very clever. His lips fell off. <laughs> <laughs> This is embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? I mean, this is embarrassing. I'm so, so, sorry. Just trying to spread my back for you. Uh, I had a mummy time. What? And we should do it again. Because yeah. um, I get like a man. We don't have common. Oh, you and I. R- yeah. Lime common. Right. Yeah. Right. Everyone. Yeah. Maybe you should just write it down. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Where are your fingers? <laughs> mm. uh, mm. uh. <laughs> okay, two words. Mm. <laughs> it's movie. A movie. It's a movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Movie. Yep. Yep. Matthew McConaughey. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, so they, uh, they hung out. They went on a, a holiday together. He's married, by the way. He married Paquita. Oh, yeah. Where'd yeah. they go on a holiday? Antarctica? Yeah. Uh, she, had a, she had a little... <laughs> I know a little Somewhere place. warm! <laughs> I know a little place down there. <laughs> a little cave. Do you like pineapple? <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you like ice in your water? <laughs> okay. Cool. Too soon. All righty. <laughs> Yep, so she wrote that she enjoyed him very thoroughly indeed. Wait, what did she write? She enjoyed him very thoroughly indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah girl. Did. Brother's back. Yeah. Shit. They spent... <laughs> they spent weekends at a cabin together, and... Uh, and they basically, yeah, people started to gossip. After a long summer of hanging with Kathleen, Mawson suggested his wife, Paquita, and their daughter join him. Smart. That's the yep. best way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is before Ashley Madison, so. Yeah. Bring them! Yeah. But he sp- still spent time with Kathleen and went to the cabin. She wrote, we went for a very long walk from Hastings, lost yeah. our way, had lunch, etc. Right. Mm. Let's not ask about the etc. I don't want to know, yeah, actually. Fine. We know where that went Nervous. last time. I've been hurt by an et cetera yeah. recently. I'm yeah. not looking to get into another yeah. one right now. Be careful with an et cetera yeah. if there's anything we've learned today. <laughs> so they went on a long walk. His dick skin fell off. You yeah. get the idea. <laughs> they had some beef yep. tea. Yeah. <laughs> they had a husky. <laughs> <laughs> that was their last time together. When Mawson called on her again, she had gone to Ireland. Uh, when Mawson was finally leaving London in 1919... Kathleen hosted a luncheon and invited him, but did not invite Paquita. 
Interesting. Can you come to a lunch without your bitch? It's quite an invitation. <laughs> RSVP. Mawson returned to the University of Adelaide in 1919 and was appointed Professor of Geology and Mineralogy in 1921. In 1929, he went back to Antarctica on a research expedition. No, what? Why? Fucking what? Fucking, what? Oh, what man, what? Even back then, they couldn't fucking leave it alone. Oh, they had to bring out a sequel. Yeah. My God. Yeah. It's just, the skin hasn't come off my back yet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But this time, there would be no bases. They stayed on the ship the whole time. <laughs> okay, okay, I've got Let, a plan. I've got yeah. a plan. Great We're plan, you guys. We look at it. <laughs> look yeah, there at it. it is. Let's uh, go back. All right, turn her around. <laughs> there she is. You know, I saw a guy make a boom boom over there. <laughs> Why is that called Boom Boom Mountain, Mawson? Well, oh. um, they stayed on the ship and mapped the coast of Antarctica. He retired when he was 70 years old. Mawson died in his Brighton home on uh, the 4th of October, 1958, from a cerebral hemorrhage. Brain finally got him. Wow. About you time. guys have your own Hugh Glass. Yeah, it's true. Right. right. Holy right. shit. Impressive. Yep. Fucking legend. Fucking legend. Legend. Yeah. Legend. Like, he got to 70. Like, that is amazing. 70? Yeah. Like, that <laughs> stacks of heaps of age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to Fuck. say, I think the best part is when a guy bites off his finger. And you're like, <laughs> I'm fine! All right, didn't expect that. Uh, uh, great. Well, uh, you guys. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Uh, this was fucking awesome. I want to thank Hamo, who was awesome. Uh, That's it. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, 
Bristol September 22nd and Cardiff September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.